Amen. Amen. Happy uh, Wednesday night, everybody. What a delight it is to have you as a part of our worship service here at Victory Church. We are purpose-driven because we believe that the great weapon God has given us is the power of prayer. To believe God that as we pray, individuals will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and that God will place His hand upon us and everything will be okay. I shared with you this past Sunday, the Lord laid on my heart, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people are called by my name and humble themselves and turn from their wicked way, it says that, that God will come and heal our land. And so I've asked the congregation and the thousands of you listening, of course, say at 7.14 in the morning, try to set your phone and, and say, we're going to just whisper prayer. God, put your hand on those that are adversely affected. Touch our nation, God. Touch our churches. And then again in the evening at 7.14 in the afternoon, just whisper that prayer. You don't have to take 30 or 40 minutes, but take a few minutes because when you take a few minutes and put it together, multiplied by millions, God will show up. Well, I got to tell you, we couldn't be more proud of what God did for us this past Sunday, one of our very first online services without having anybody here in the auditorium. I know that I feel your presence. I know you're out there. I was watching Facebook a moment ago and I noticed all those that are listening out of Nebraska, out of New Mexico, out of Georgia, out of Alabama, out of North Florida, out of uh, Brussels, Belgium. Somebody's got their time mixed up. But I thought, wow, isn't that wonderful that we can come into your home right where you are or wherever you're located, maybe in your car or somewhere of that nature. If you're at a restaurant, you're not supposed to be there, but you can be in the drive through We know that uh, God is on the throne. And then uh, many of you started giving. We always uh, receive the tithe and offering now. And uh, I, just, I just want you to know that God's taking care of everything. And some of you are new to giving online. And last Sunday, we shared with you a little video that might coach you through how to get it accomplished. By the way, after seeing this video, if tomorrow you find out, you know what? I just haven't got it yet. You call us up. Somebody here on the staff, you know, will help you through that process. Jeff Sellers is one of those that you can call who will always get it right and assist you in getting you to be able to give online. So if you go on the website, victorylakeland.org, you can push give and go through there or do it on your cell phone. But just in case, I don't want to miss one person, that there's someone that said, can you help me a little bit? Well, here's that video we shared with you Sunday morning. Take a look and see if it will move you again to find out what to do. Through giving online, supporting the ministries of Victory Church and the missionaries who are counting on us has never been easier. Giving online is fast, easy, and secure. If you can send an email or order from Amazon, you can give online using your mobile device or your computer. To get started, head to victorylakeland.org give. Scroll down until you see the blue Give Now button. From there, you will have the option to sign in, or if you don't already have an online giving account, you can click the Sign Up button. Next, type in your name, email, a password, and then click the Sign Up button. On the giving page, 
you will notice you have two options to choose from, give one time and give recurring. Recurring giving is a great option because it allows you to set a specific schedule for your giving so you don't have to worry about remembering to give in the future. Next, you have the option to select one or more funds so we can know where to apply your donation, like tithes, missions, development, or the Dream Center. After you've selected where your giving should go, you can choose whether to give with a credit or debit card or through your bank account. Next, you'll want to enter your contact information and set the date you'd like your donation to be processed. Finally, click the Make a Donation button. You will receive an email confirmation and receipt each time you give, whether it's a one-time donation or recurring. Another option is to give through text. On your mobile phone, simply start a new text to 863-250-2270. In the body of the text, type in what fund you'd like the money to go toward and the amount you'd like to give. For example, if you want to tithe $275, simply type Tithe275. If this is your first time giving through text, you will receive a text from us that will give you a quick and easy way to enter your card and contact information. You can even set up recurring giving through text by following the instructions on your screen. Thank you for supporting the ministries of Victory Church and the missionaries who are counting on us during this time. And thank you so much for taking a look at that video. By the way, you can do it the old-fashioned way. You can simply uh, put your tithe and your offerings in support of missions or development just right in the mail and send it over here, and that'll be just as good. Or you can drop it by if you like. In other words, here's what I say to you a lot, that if you have a will to do something, often we can figure a way out of how to get it, get it done. Well, I noticed a while ago, just in a little checkup, you know this information. Uh, there's still 14 cases here in Polk County, but Florida's jumped to almost 2,000 cases of COVID-19, that virus that uh, is there. And uh, the Lord seems to have in this area His hand of covering. But there are other areas that really, really, Brevard County, Dade County, Hillsborough County is cranking up uh, that really need our prayer. And we want you to know that if you're an individual and you run into a challenge in your life and in your family and you need prayer, all you need to do is to get on the phone and call 863-859-6000. That's the church number. Or email us at victorylakeland.org. Let us know what your prayer need is and your request. And we're going to do our best to pray and believe. I promise you there are people in the Victory community that are praying for you every single day, many, many times a day. So this is a new format. And we know that it's what God has gifted us with, and we're delighted to be able to share the Word of God. Now, I know that some of you are in your home, and maybe you're at the dinner table already, or maybe you finished dinner. Well, some of you call it supper. And uh, whatever the case is, some of you may be, as I mentioned, in your car, in line, at a restaurant. But if you're watching, be a part of it. Uh, let God speak to your heart, because in my study, in my preparation, I believe God has something to say. You know, there are a lot of different emotions out there today because we are, as uh, President Trump declared Florida 
a disaster area today to be able to get relief and federal funding for some of those areas that are hardest hit. So we know this is no joke. This is not something that we say, eh, you know, that's nothing to it. We want to be cautious and careful. We want to pay attention to all the things we need to pay attention to and be wise as a serpent and as gentle as a dove. And then stay in your word. So the message tonight is simply, you know, let's, let's believe what we preach. Let's trust God and let's believe the Lord for what we preach. Let it activate in our lives. You know, the brightest light for the church to have today is in the midst of all of this darkness, all this confusion, all of these challenges that our individuals are, are feeling. And this is the time we can share our testimony. We can declare not just in song, our God reigns. I think we can say we're more than overcomers. And we just say, God, whatever way and whenever you want to use us, we are available. H.W. Uh, Arnold said, and I'm going to quote, he said, the worst bankruptcy in the world is the person who has lost his enthusiasm. Boy, bankruptcy in the world is a person that's lost their enthusiasm. Well, you might think, well, boy, facing what we're facing, I mean, some people are being quarantined and others at the grocery store. I mean, my gracious, yesterday morning, Sharon sent me on an errand at seven in the morning and she says, let's run down to Publix. I need a couple things and uh, we're going to go early. I said, why, why, why are we going early? She said, well, from seven to eight o'clock at Publix, it's senior hour. I said, why am I going? She said, well, because you're a senior. Well, we drove up to the Lake Gibson, which is most near our house, and drove in the parking lot, not a parking place there, totally covered. The line was probably 200, not 200 feet, 200 yards long. I thought, my Lord, I didn't know there were this many seniors in the whole world. Well, guess what I did? I just waved and drove right on by said, I'm not stopping here with this kind of line. It's upset our lives in the routine. Matter of fact, one of the vice presidents of Publix said, we'd like to tell our public uh, out there, shop at our public stores, just shop normally. How in the world are you going to shop normally under the circumstances that you and I are facing today? So it's upset the apple cart. We don't know who to believe or what to believe, but there's one thing that we can trust. We can trust in Almighty God, and we can maintain our passion and maintain our enthusiasm as we go through this present challenge. You see, when God begins to move, He usually does it through the Holy Spirit. That's how it's happened to me and over and over again. I can get excited when I get ready to pray and start my prayer and be just kind of down and out. And God rebuilds that enthusiasm, builds that excitement, builds my confidence, builds uh, my faith. And at the time, and the end of my prayer time, I leave there thinking, my Lord, my God can do anything. So the reality is, if I'm going to believe what I preach, if you're going to believe what you preach, belief often is best manifested in our actions. And so I want to share with you a message tonight that may just deal with that. The actions of a group of people, we know them as the children of Israel and one mighty leader. You see, here's what I know. In the midst of your greatest difficulty is God's greatest opportunity to give you something that you would have never gained had you not faced this kind of rough patch, this patch of confusion in your life. 
So may I remind you, just in case you may have forgotten, that our God is uh, omnipotent. Omnipotent means that he has unlimited power. Not only that, he's omnipresent. He's everywhere. Never a place you're going to go, but what God has not been there and is already there. And then he is omniscient. That means he knows about you. He knew about you from the beginning. Before time, he knows every deed, every act. He knows everything. Nothing can be hid from his wisdom. And he is El Shaddai. I want you to remember these things as we face a world which is troubled today. El Shaddai, which means he is God Almighty. So here's what we know. That means that every force, adversary, if you have one, every virus, we can add that especially, every influence or every power that might try to dissuade you, discourage you, that might try to trouble you, that might come against you, that robs you of your enthusiasm, may I tell you something? That everything is subject to the God that you serve. So I want you to remain excited about who he is. When God begins to move in your life and in my life, and you have to give him room and give him an opportunity to move, that is sooner or later your prayers need to stop requesting and questing and start your prayers praising and praising. And it's in the moment of prayer that God begins to move in our behalf in every situation. And so here's what I know. When he begins to move, when he begins to move, the enemy of your soul will not sit idly by and let God bring you a blessing without some kind of attack, without some form of interference in your life. So you say, well, boy, Pastor Blackman, I started praying, and the more I prayed, the more difficult things became. And Lord, I was praying for an unsafe family member, and they got meaner. It's been really, really, really difficult. Well, here's what I know. Those things happen in life in every situation. You see, in circumstances of our life, God will give us the ability to move forward and remain positive and encouraged and enthused about, look what the Lord has done. And sometimes you have to say that before it actually happens. George Schultz, and I'm quoting, the minute you start talking about what you're going to do if you lose, he said, you have already lost. I don't want us to talk about what if, what if, what if. I want us to talk about, look what the Lord has done. I want us to talk about, boy, what a great opportunity this is for God to shine. I want us to talk about, God, you might reach some of my family members that haven't been reached yet in the midst of this crisis. God, you might grow me and give me more maturity and more spiritual ability than I've ever had now that I'm praying a little more because I see that there is a real enemy that's out there. You see, when we do that, we fuel the desire of God to be able to do great things. So here we go. We notice that Joshua happens to be the person that that we are talking about. He is our star tonight, the star player. And we find in Joshua 6, verse number 2, the situation looks impossible. And there are many times that we're facing, it does. Here it is. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I've delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. That is a statement that God is speaking through an angel to Joshua before it happened. So listen carefully. He said, Joshua, I have delivered it. I have taken their fighting men 
you will conquer their king. And Joshua must have stepped on his tiptoes and looked out and said, it looks like to me that the walls around Jericho are still fortified. It looks like to me their armament is still showing their weaponry on top of those walls. It looks like to me that nothing has changed, God. And that right there, friend, is the difference between a person who sees victory in their life or experiences defeat. And here it is. It is a fine line. If you are facing something, there should come a moment in your life when you address the giants, the giants of the nightmare, the giants of the difficulty, the giant of the loss, the giant of that which has caused you anxiety and worry. And there comes a time that God steps into your heart and says, all right now, I've given you victory over that. I have anointed you to grow. I have anointed you for such a time as this. I did not create or allow this circumstance in your life to cause you to lose hope, but I did it because I love you and there are great things that I have for you to do. And you have to make that decision. So Israel is on the threshold of experiencing, here it is, the fulfilling of their dream. You know, they waited for, um, I don't know, 40 years or more. Two generations waited for 40 years to be able to get into that promised land. Some would say, well, they paid their dues, and we know that. They've experienced miraculous deliverance from Pharaoh. They have that in their testimony book. And they have celebrated the crossing of the Red Sea. And God said, I've done all of that. And the promised land is in sight. They can see it. Moses had the privilege of looking over but not going in because he didn't, he didn't stay true to the obedience of God in a very crucial manner. And when they looked up, standing before them, even though they have the promise, is Jericho. There will always be a giant between you and God's deliverance and God's promise and God's healthy person for who you are always you see Jericho was surrounded and protected I've been there I've looked down to where those walls uh, were looked down and saw them a part of them there are two walls one 12 feet thick another happened to be six feet thick 18 feet of width in rock solid stone that's that that served as the walls they could take a chariot and ride on the top of that but yet joshua had the promise that god was going to do something every day in your life every day in my life we have to choose how we're going to respond to this day the last couple of days, I've helped a couple of people that had what they considered some major complications in their life, some major challenges. And I said to them, hey, here's a phrase we use today, God's got this. Yeah, but pastor, you don't understand. It really is difficult. I understand. You don't have to deny that. But is God greater? Does God have the ability to do things that by faith you haven't seen yet in your life? You have to choose to believe. So when God said to Joshua, hey, it's yours, Joshua had to share that with the people. So what do you do when you believe and trust 
and you've done everything that you know to do and that giant appears between you and the promise or you and the answered prayer or you and a vibrant future that used to be yours that that fulfilled and once again reassigned all the opportunities that you held good you say wow god that was the time i didn't know how good i had it until a loss hit you i didn't realize god right now all the comforts that i had before this uh this uh, virus hit i didn't know god what it was to have freedom to be able to go and come and not worry about catching necessarily a a disease by touching someone or something god this really is a difficult situation. you didn't know how good you had it but let me tell you every time situations like this happens those of us of you out there who are followers you know that if you stay true and you move through it will be better than it ever was in the past i know you want to say amen to that out there god bless you all right opportunity dances with those who are already on the dance floor i don't know how many of you that that love to dance i mean uh you say but but opportunity comes to those that someone get on the dance floor and i'm going to make it happen now here's another point i think is important all it takes is a voice of energy have you ever gotten into maybe a disagreement with someone and and they're soft-spoken until you hit the wrong chord and buddy their voice can ramp up i mean get louder and strong and vocal well i want you to know that opportunity happened in this story all it takes is a voice of energy and joshua commanded the people and here's what he said notice carefully he says do not give a war cry apparently that's what they did don't do that and don't raise your voices you ever said that to someone you know love and trust hopefully you survived do not say a word until the day i tell you to shout then shout don't do it stay prayerful stay obedient the time will come and when that time comes that i tell you shout give it everything that you have you see joshua heard from the lord and gave the people instructions you take that holy ark of the covenant it is sacred you get the trumpets to go ahead you march one day all the way around and understand that there'll be one day that you'll march seven times around around the walls of jericho was about a half a mile about a half a mile to walk around it but it wasn't like a smooth path around the walls around the walls it was uh, rocky it was uh, sometimes fortified in some arenas and it was difficult it wasn't like okay i'll do that really quick as we do here in lakeland florida walk around lake collinsworth that's uh, that's about a three mile walk some of us jog it but others have to walk it and but this was about a half a mile but it took you a whole lot longer because the path was not necessarily smooth and joshua said okay just do that you know it's interesting how that happened i don't i don't know if everybody was on board when joshua said okay day one march around it day two march around it day three march around it i don't know about you but about day three i'd say hey i'm tired of marching around this wall we did this yesterday nothing has happened and i think that's where god really matures us in america we're in the midst of a challenge in more ways than one 
Financial challenges are out there. People are losing their jobs. Doctors and nurses and medical personnel are putting their lives on the line all the time. Don't have enough this or don't have enough of that. And the reality is those are the circumstances that, that we deal with. But here's what I know. If you always do the right thing, especially at God's command, eventually it will take you to the arena of victory. So we know that everybody who's putting forth every effort to do everything they can to help us battle COVID-19. If we pay attention and if we're obedient, one day soon it will pass. So Joshua said, just get out there and march. I wouldn't ask you, those of you listening in right now, I wouldn't ask you, well, why don't you guess how many out of the whole group that's walking around, how many, you think any of them were murmuring? You think any of them were complaining? You think any of them were having a little small group to the side over there and said, this is just, this is not really worth it? Yeah, there probably were those. But the reality is, you see, strong encouragers can always overwhelm negative ideas. And they did, and they marched. And of course, Joshua's command on that seventh day, they actually shouted. And the moment of faith and committed effort, because they were obedient to God, those walls fail. Well, often we have a promise from God or a dream that begins to develop in what we think this is reality. When they walked up and saw, hey, this is the promised land, and when all the, the individuals who went in and inspected the land came back with those large grapes and all that fruit, they thought, this is a great place. Well, oh, there is, there is Jericho. And when, in fact, God's promise comes together and we think, wow, I was really doing good before this. Do you know a month ago, we were, we were not facing, a little more than a month ago, what we're facing today as a nation, as a church. Who would have ever dreamed? Four weeks ago, I was preaching right here on Wednesday night with the people here in the church, all the activities, small groups, everything going on just like usual. And now I'm speaking to a group of individuals where my voice bounces around in the auditorium, but I'm speaking online. Who would have ever thought that we would be facing that? You see, what we do and how should we respond when the normal turns to the abnormal. Well, here's what I have to do. I'll tell you what I do. Number one, I remember that God doesn't promise what he can't perform. I know you want to say amen, and I'm hearing you out there. And God has a unique plan for my life. You can make that personal. God, I don't know what you want me to do in all this, but I'm going to give it my best shot. And setbacks are only temporary. Have you noticed that? I can't remember what bugged me this time last year. But we seek God for supernatural instruction. And we do that through the Word of God. And we're willing to follow God no matter what we think. And then here's what I have to do. And I encourage you, always check your humility level. If your humility level is high, I mean high in humility, You'll more easily follow after God than you will if you begin to let pride and self-service and selfishness and have a pity party. It won't be long and you will find yourself not able to be used as much as God may desire to use you. And then finally, you trust God completely. 
If I say to you, do you think God's got this whole situation? Do you think he's got your challenge? I think he does. I talked to a healthcare worker today, said, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go to work. I don't know. I don't know what will happen with every patient and what we're going to face. Well, you know what? Still, they go to work and give it their best shot. Publix, for example, announced today or yesterday they're putting shields up in their, uh, at their registers and checkout counters to try to protect those individuals that, that are there collecting the money and, and the groceries and things of that nature, doing things that ordinarily we wouldn't do. Well, in the midst of this, do we trust God? Do we trust God? Listen to people on the news. Listen to leaders and check in and pray for them, especially where the, where, when you hear them say, God, and use God. God, God helping us, we need to pray. Faith is what you feel before you feel it. So how can a nation, how can a family, how can a group, how can a people possess a nation unless they conquer the city? Well, God had in mind several things. Why did all this happen? If Joshua was talking straight with God, he's saying, God, listen, I was with Moses. We've been at this thing a while. And you know, you said you'd give it to us, and I was one of the ones that said the fruit is good, and, and I, I have been right on target. And so why are you having us having to cross this Jordan and why are, why, are we having, why are we having to take this city that looks so fortified? Always remember that when God uses you for unusual things, there is something supernatural that he desires to accomplish. And in everything that we face as we come through, here's a couple things. It's for God's glory to be revealed. Someday, someday soon. This church is going to gather again in these facilities, and we're going to fill it up. And we're going to believe God and say, God, look what you've done. We, we were not able to meet for several weeks, but look, we are back. And you know what? I guarantee you our worship is going to be better. I guarantee you that our opportunity to see and fellowship with one another is going to be better. I guarantee you that some of us are going to have some testimonies. Boy, in the midst of that, this is what God did in my life. And he wanted his people, and he wants all of us to exercise our faith. And he doesn't need force to conquer anything. He can just speak the word. Thirdly, the impossible became possible. You out there say that with me. Here we go. The impossible became possible. Say it again. The impossible became possible. God's going to need to show up. We don't have a scientist. We don't have a doctor. We don't have an engineer. We don't have a think tank that on their own, they're able to solve the challenges that we face today. But I can tell you, God has not forsaken America. And God has not forsaken us. And one day soon, I have several friends that are on breathing apparatuses. Right now, one in Belgium on the breathing apparatus, needing a miracle from God. Greg Mundus, another friend, Springfield, Ron Maddox, so many others that I know. 
that need that miracle of God, fighting every day, fighting every day. How do we, how do we respond? We respond by praying and saying, God, one day soon, one day soon, each of them are going to turn the corner. And they're not going to be a casualty. But what a great testimony they're going to have. Why? Because the impossible became possible. So here we go. When the trumpet sounded, the people shouted. And at the sound of the trumpet, when the people gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So every man charged straight in and they took the city. That's no surprise to God. Not one surprise to God. What bridges the chasm between man's exercise of faith and desired results? I can tell you, it's the people of God being faithful. When the enemy raised his head to defeat, God said, I've got an answer. He sent an angel. That angel, that angel talked to Joshua, said, here's what you need to do. The people will exercise their faith. They will exercise obedience. They will exercise sacrifice. They will give it every, by everything they have. And Joshua, live under the anointing. And as you live under the anointing, that which I've told you will happen will come to pass. And so it is, friend. All of us, as Americans, have an opportunity to support and contribute to the victory over this virus. All of us as Christians have an opportunity to build a prayer wall that's higher than we ever thought possible. All of us who are followers of Jesus Christ have the opportunity to say, God, I'm going to gain some insight into my own life, and I'm going to see some testimonies take place before this thing is over. So God, I'm not losing my enthusiasm. I'm staying strong. I believe that I'm going to practice what I preach. I'm going to put my trust and faith in God, and I'm not backing up. So God, in your name, do what only you can do. You, friend, would you just bow your heads with me now, wherever you are, and listen carefully. Maybe you're not in harmony with God right now. Maybe you've been one of the ones that might have balked when they were told march around the wall once or the last day, seven days. Maybe you're one of those that, that just have gotten a little bit crossways and you've murmured a little bit. But you know what? If there's ever a time for you to be positive and to use the opportunity God is giving you to follow him, it's right now. But you know what separates us from perfect obedience? It's sin. And there's one way to get rid of sin and there's only one way. Because forgiveness only comes through Jesus Christ. Bad attitudes can be forgiven. Fear can be forgiven. A discouragement can be healed. A new anointing can fall on you if you're willing to ask Jesus to do what he desires to do in and through you. Don't be selfish. Give everything you have to Jesus in your heart. So would you repeat this prayer just right there where you are? Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my challenge. Forgive me, God, for not being obedient. Forgive me for not remaining humble. Forgive me for looking at the bad instead of believing for the good. Forgive me, Lord, for being ashamed of who you are.
I ask you now, as you forgive me, that I'll be made whole. That, Father God, I'll be able to be a part of the army that's responsible for bringing victory to our nation and healing to so many people who need healing. I'll be that light in the darkness. I'll be that individual because of your desire in my life. I'll be that individual to reach out to others. God, when some may not be able to pay their rent and I'm responsible, I'll be certain to help them. Or some coworker, God, is just really in need of prayer, I'll be compassionate. I won't be selfish. I ask you, Jesus, right now, by the power of the Holy Ghost, touch and heal, and we'll give you praise in Christ's name. Amen. We're going to have one more little moment of worship here. And I pray that God will bless you. If you need us, we are here to help you and assist you. That is 863-859-6000. Or you go on the web page, victorylakeland.org. God bless you, everybody. Let's worship a few moments. We make a miracle work, promise keep, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Let's declare that together tonight. He's a way maker. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keep, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. We declare that tonight. You're a way maker. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keep, light in the darkness. somebody to watch with you this weekend at one of our online experiences. Have an incredible night. God bless you guys.